What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Big Ollie's Podcast, where the trenches end of the spotlight. Happy New Year and happy holidays. Um, first and foremost, just start some good news because I know we need it in our world today. Um, thank you so much for all the people buying merch over the holidays, the so Christmas gifts. Um, got a lot of really nice emails and you know, DMs of people wearing the merch. Um, so that's pretty awesome to see the big guy fam is really growing. And hey, I've been tweeting out five, all five, now that Armstead responded and followed, all five of the first team, all pros, big guy family. Plus, we already interviewed one of them, Ellen Jenkins. Shout out to him. And oh, yeah. what was the college one I tweeted the other day? Or the rookie O-line. Three of the five rookies also part of the big guy fam. And hopefully we can interview more of these guys um, the upcoming offseason when there's more time. But we're growing. We're steadily growing. It's pretty exciting. We got a lot to talk about today. But if I sound tired, Stan, I don't know if you've hit the stair climber before. I don't know if anyone's listening has hit the stair climber before. But, you know, I'm doing the whole New Year, New Me thing. And, man, it was tough. I was sweating bullets about three hours ago, looking down, just staring at the stairs go one by one. It was, it was Dude, terrible. Stairmaster absolutely takes it out of you. When I was a, a senior after football, trying to, trying to shed a few, uh, you, you could put money on it, me being there at about 4.30 <laughs> for a good 45 minutes, just sweating my balls off. Just it's, it, I honestly, of any cardio, I mean, I, I think Big Man Nation in general can agree, cardio is not exactly our forte but uh i found stairmaster to be one of the more more tolerable ones you can kind of just check out like listen to a good podcast watch a show on tv or on, on netflix or something like that usually there's a game on you could flip on somewhere on the stairmaster so i i'm a big fan of the stairmaster it definitely takes it out of you though yeah for sure and if any big guy former big guys listening need to shed some weight definitely hit the stairmaster the worst part or like kind of the funniest part to me is when you're walking down below, they have pictures of like goals you can reach, whether it's like the empire state building or Sears tower in Chicago. I know it's like the wills or something tower now, but it's the Sears tower. If you're from Chicago, you know, and it's like, yeah, let me, I got 3000 more steps to go. I'm dying after a hundred. It's just unrealistic <laughs> challenges here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, but, but it's good to try to shoot for something like that. I always love, I always love you can toggle through like the, how many steps, how many floors it's like, have I really gone that many floors? Cause <laughs> usually, usually I'm going up one floor just in my house to get to my room. I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. So right. I'm not sure how, how, how accurate this thing is, but I'll take it. <laughs> That's so true. And before we get into the playoffs, we got to talk about the Eagles situation. I've and I threw a poll up on the night it happened, which I think everyone's tensions were high. So it was drastically, it was, I think it was like 90% said that Eagles were clowns for doing that. But the more I've thought about it, I've actually kind of, it's, it's like a Bush league move, but I don't know. I, I, I think the people in the wrong are the giants fans being so mad. Like the more I think yeah. about it, the more I think about it, I'm like, you guys, you won six games. Do you really you have had, any – you have no say to be upset sure. about this. Yeah, no, I, I mean, if you want to say, like, this whole – I don't know. I really don't agree with the, the whole argument of, like, it goes against the integrity of the game to, like, not try your hardest to win. And I'm like, I mean, sure, you can say that. But, like, is it that different than, you know – the Chiefs sitting starters, like you can say, oh, the Chiefs are going in the playoffs, so you might as well rest your starters. Like you don't want anyone to get injured going to the playoffs. But but it's like 
their game is just as meaningless as the Eagles game is for them. Like the Eagles, the Eagles aren't playing for anything. Like you can say like, you want to give Jalen hurts more, like more time to like try playing games, but it's like, is that one quarter going to make that big of a difference? And two, what if he tears his ACL? Like what if he goes out there and gets a major injury and he's out for like the majority of next year? Like I, I get it. And like, trust me, trust me. I wanted them to win. I had the, I had an Eagles bet out and I lost, but (laughs) at the end of the day, like I, I can't blame them for not like, it's not their fault. And giants fans, Shut up. You won six games. You don't deserve to go to the playoffs. You cannot complain for a second. You don't deserve to go to the playoffs. You won six games. If you won one more game, you're in the playoffs. So I don't want to hear you bitching and moaning because the Eagles in a meaningless game took out some of their starters in the third quarter. Yeah. I actually never, I never thought of it from the perspective of what about the, the, like the first place, second place team sitting guys, like what, what, no integrity of the game. It's like, all right, if, if we're going to play that game, then there's a lot of other instances you could talk about, but I agree. I, the more I thought about it, I'm like, come on giants. You really pissed off about winning six, like six games. We should be in the playoffs. Get out, like get out of here. Take care of your like, business. And yeah. You don't even have to deal with this. Like I can understand the argument on like a large scale of like, I mean, I can understand it more so in terms of like the large scale of, you know, the integrity of the game or whatnot. But as a Giants fan, just shut up. Like you won six games. You cannot complain. You have no basis for to, to complain. Yeah. And who would they have played? Like, Tampa, Tampa Bay, like you're gonna, you're gonna just lose a higher draft pick doing that. The hell is Daniel Jones gonna do against Tom Brady? Get out of here. <laughs> you don't need Daniel Jones slander tonight. I actually, I don't mind Danny Dimes. So, all right, come on. On that note, I'm gonna start out with the first game on Saturday, which is the Buffalo Bills Indianapolis Colts, and opening line. I got, I got, we got, we're prepared tonight. Opening line: oh, yeah. Bills my and a half over under fifty one and a half. Now, am I crazy to say that I could see, like, I could actually see the Colts winning this game? I don't, I don't think you're crazy to say that. I mean, the Bills have been so hot lately, it's, hard, it's really hard to go against them. Um, they've just been, I mean, it's just been scorched earth. I mean, what have they scored over 40, 40 points, like, the last three, four weeks in a row? Like, they've been crazy good on offense. And, I mean, their defense is showing up, too, like, it, I, I, I mean, I already have a bet out on the, on the bills actually. So, you know, take it for what it is, but I, I think the bills win this game, but that's not to say that the Colts couldn't win this game. The Colts easily could win this game. They're a solid team running the running game in the playoffs um, always plays. They always, they have a good defense. I think it's a little overrated we've talked about it before, but I mean, it's still a very solid defense. There's no reason the Colts couldn't win this game. I just personally would not pick them. What what I don't understand about the Colts, at least when they played the Steelers, and like they should have won that game easily, they just like stopped running Jonathan Taylor for some reason in the second half and allowed us to just come back and eventually win. Like I'd run him like crazy, especially against the Bills. I don't think the run D is very good. You gotta you gotta. I know they want to get like Philip Rivers and T.Y. Hilton and all them involved a lot, but you gotta use your workhorse. And he's a rookie. Like I don't know. I think. Hey, I think this is really exciting playoffs this year, more so in the AFC because like there's so many there's so many really good teams that are hot right now. Um, 
so I could see I could see a lot of these games going either way, but I don't know. I, I, I agree. I understand everyone's probably like, this guy's crazy. The Bills have been crushing it. And I do agree. Like, I'm rooting for the Bills, too. Like, I, I really like the Bills team and everything they're about. I don't really have anything against them. But I, I just think it's an interesting matchup. It's definitely not like a game where, like, your number two seed been dominating. You can just roll over, you know. Like, the Colts no, are a good team. For sure. I, I mean, again, like I said, the Colts easily could win this game. It's just, at the end of the day, when I'm looking at it, it's like, would I rather trust – I don't know how old he is, 40-year-old Philip Rivers, who, like, frankly, <laughs> never, never looks wins. bad out there. Yeah, never wins in the playoffs, especially, versus Josh Allen, who, I mean, is unarguably a top three MVP candidate this year. I mean, he's been incredible. He's been hot as hell. Like, I, it's hard. To, it's just hard to go against uh, Josh Allen right now. So, um, for me, that would be my pick. I would pick Bills uh, minus six and a half. Um, but that's not to say that I feel like super confident okay. in it necessarily. I'm saying like so just head to head. If we're just doing head to head picks for this, you're gonna oh, head to head for sure, Bills is my pick. Okay. I am too, even though I like to hype up the Colts. But I think it'll be a good game, or hopefully it's a good game. Um the second game of the day on Saturday is the Seahawks and Rams. Seahawks opened minus four and a half over under forty two. Way lower scoring. I don't <laughs> Honestly, I've never been a, I haven't been a fan of the Rams this entire year. There has been spurts where they looked good. Um, but I'm going to – I mean, I don't really have much to say other than I think the Seahawks are going to win this, like, pretty handily. I'm that confident I, in the Seahawks. Seahawks. I have, like – I have, like, nothing to really – I don't know what to say about this game because it's so weird. It's just – both these teams have been so odd the last five, six weeks of the season where – the Rams in the middle of the season looked like they were going to be great. Like their defense was clicking, their offense was clicking. They were being good teams. And then, you know, granted Goff got injured in, in one of these last games, but I mean, they lost to the, they lost to the jets. They put up nine is, is Goff against playing? the Dodge team. Yeah. I, I think I saw a report that he was practicing today or that he's like gunning to play. So I think he is going to play. Answer. But, but nonetheless, like, the Rams haven't been playing well at all, even with Goff. Like, they lost to the Jets with Goff. And then, you know, they had him for most of the, C- the Seattle game, and they put up nine points. And then, you know, it's, it's just – it, it was wild to me that they beat the Cardinals last week with John Walford or whatever. But, yeah. you know, that's, that's what I mean. Especially like, about the Cardinals, who I declared frauds, and everyone said, oh, Karsten, watch out. <laughs> Like, watch out for the Cardinals. Um, and then they proceeded to lose, like, six of their last seven with the one win being in the Hail Mary. Regardless. Um, but, but then at the same time, on the other side, the Seahawks did, like, a complete flip at some point where their horrible defense started to show up and their great offense decided to just be, like, I, it's so weird. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. The Seahawks offensively just seem like they've been sputtering lately. Um, while their defense has actually been pretty pretty solid. So I really don't know what to think of this game. I definitely lean Seahawks. But, again, it, it seems like whenever these teams meet, whenever an NFC West team meets this this year, it's just a toss-up. Like, no one knows what's going to happen. And I, I don't know if this is, like, a foolproof strategy. It honestly isn't. But <laughs> never, <laughs> I always look at teams – for like either even if it's like March Madness or like NFL playoffs or wherever, like if they lost to a really bad team in the regular season, like that's a red flag to me in any playoff format. 
like they're capable of playing so bad that they lost to whatever team is X team. And that's the Rams for me. Like I know mm-hmm. the Seahawks, what's the Seahawks worst loss? The giants who like, I think everyone's kind of come together and say they're bad, but they're not that bad. The jets. So like you can't like at home. I just, I have to ride with the, uh, the Seahawks on this. I just, I can't fathom losing to the jets. Like, and with the Goff's up in air with his hand, I, he's not going to be comfortable probably. I'm going to go with the Seahawks, but I, I do agree with the Seahawks kind of like they slowed down, which statistically they're going to come back down. They were on fire to start the year, but I think it's their offense kind of got one dimensional in my opinion with Metcalf. Um, and he started out super hot, obviously, as we all know, and kind of like came into the league as a star this year. But like now, like I feel like they went away from Lockett too much. They need to get back to using Lockett and their tight ends more, which I think they have started to do towards the end of the year. Um, but it'll be interesting to see like how that offense works in, in the postseason, especially if they get Chris Carson back. They need they really need to get back to like the running and implementing some of their tight ends versus just like throwing to Metcalf a hundred times a game. Yeah, that's funny because like before this year, and I was one of the people who was kind of like on the you know let Russ cook train or whatever. But then as soon as he started throwing 35, 40, sometimes 50 times a game, the offense didn't seem like they could do anything. Russ would turn it over a lot where, I mean, you guys saw I was, I was killing. I was on him all, all early uh, this year. But, yeah, I mean, Chris Carson's such like a weapon in the run game that like I feel like you just have to, you have to use him. Um, it really opens up things for the offense, I feel like. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you overall. I'd, I would definitely tend towards the Seahawks. Um, it's just, you know, it, it, these teams seem so inconsistent on a week to week basis. It's hard to really make like a definitive pick on who I think is going to win. So head to head, who are you taking final picks? I'm taking Seahawks. I'm taking Seahawks as well. Okay. I don't want to go all chalk here, but like, I know how I feel. <laughs> I know, right? It's it's sort of like I was so gung ho on the Colts, and I was like, honestly, yeah, I got to pick the Bills. But it's exciting to think about the underdogs winning. My this next one may be my favorite game of the night, even though it might end up being terrible. But just from is, solely from Chase Young saying I want Tom Brady's head, the Washington yep. Football Team versus Tampa Bay, and they're going to Washington, which is the best part. Um, Bucks my seven and a half over under 46 and a half obviously i'm leaning like i'm not even leaning i'm all in on tampa bay the like washington like actually the surprise it looks surprisingly bad against the eagles i don't know if like playing down a competition situation but like alex smith man like god bless him i root for him i like everything he's been through but like you can just tell like the second he gets flushed out of the pocket he can barely move and like run like i just don't i just don't see him in playoff game the way they played the other night. I know we just talked about taking all chalk and I'm going away from it this time. I'm going to head up. I'm going to take Washington because just think about it. Every time, what is the thing that everyone always says about beating Tom Brady? How do you beat Tom Brady? You pressure him without blitzing. You pressure him without bringing extra dudes. This reminds me, and this may be, you know, a little bit unfair, maybe a little lofty to compare this Washington football team to a Super Bowl winner, but it kind of reminds me of the Broncos back in what was that, 2016, uh, when they beat um, when they beat the Panthers in the Super Bowl, and they beat 
Brady uh, in the playoffs with uh, Peyton Manning and Brock Osweiler at quarterback, where their offense was like doing jack squat, but their defense was just so relentless. Tom Brady couldn't do anything. He couldn't get past. Uh, he couldn't. He didn't have time in the pocket. And when you have a guy like Chase Young get out there, here. it is. I I get don't. I I mean, listen. I'm not super confident about it. I love Washington plus eight. I think that's what it's at right now. Money line, I'm gonna sprinkle on it, dude. I honestly believe oh that Washington could pull this game off. I mean, you just compared Washington's defense to Denver's defense that year. That defense was incredible. Like simply, prime Von Miller on the front, simply on the front seven, specifically the front four. I mean, that D line is tenacious. It's nasty. So, and it's also partially wishful thinking that Packers won't have to play Tampa Bay again. But yeah, that's literally that's what's coming out here, folks. Nonetheless, I do actually think that it could happen. And when it does, don't just I, just know I told you so. Yeah, speaking of the Washington, their their D line, Tampa's O line is really good too. For, in terms of big guy matchups, there's there's gonna like really good line matchup in that game. I think that'd be really fun to watch between like Jensen and Werfs and all those guys going against. Young and Sweat, Allen. They, Washington's D lines. They're fun to watch. Like it's if gross. They, if teams throw screens. Like Chase Young's and Sweat are like chasing them down like, from like D line positions. It's, it's pretty wild to watch. But I, there's no way I can pick them like with a conscience. I would make like I don't really care. I as a fan, I'd prefer to see Brady and Rogers play. I think that'd be really cool. Like that would seeing, be fun. Seeing Brady in the NFC like, going through the playoffs since he had a cakewalk every year in the AFC, um, but I'm, I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with Tampa Bay on that one. That's a soft pick, but fine, go with it. I'm 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 gonna put my I'm gonna put my my I'm I, I don't want to say it, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna go out on the limb and just say I, the, the Washington's gonna win this game. I'm gonna take them. Okay. I, I I applaud you for like taking the underdog in one of these games because it's tough to put yourself out there in front of all these people and say, yeah. Big man straight rock chalk Jayhawk right now. I mean, <laughs> have you ever mix it up with an underdog here, buddy? I know. I'm looking for the next games. Tennessee Titans, Baltimore Ravens. I'll give you an underdog right here. Baltimore You're Ravens. You're going to take the Titans? No, the Ravens. They're the five the Ravens seed. are The Ravens, no, but, but they're favored in Vegas. Okay, but they're still a five seed. Technically, oh, get out of here. We're going by Vegas. Vegas Vegas decides who the underdogs are. Get out of here. No, everyone's that is so I'm actually surprised. I think the Ravens, I'm so high on the Ravens right now. I think they can go and beat Kansas City in the next round, too. I mean, just to put that out there, they're like the Bills right now, where you could argue that they might be playing the best football right now of anyone. I wouldn't want to play them. I was just like Titans. If I was Titans, I'd be. I would have lost that game to play the Bills. Like that's how scared of the Ravens I am. Oh yeah, no. I and this Tennessee defense is honestly so bad. Like it's one of the worst in the league. I don't see how they're able to stop Lamar. I really don't. I think the I think the Ravens are actually playing their best ball because they finally figured out J.K. Dobbins. Took him long enough. I drafted him and like the eighth round of my fantasy draft and it took 15 weeks for them to be like, wow, this guy's really good. We should probably use him." And now he's scoring every week. That's yeah, I mean, do. no, I agree. I mean, I, I think the Ravens are playing great again, though. This is one of those teams that's like, okay, they've been playing great, but who have they really played? They, you know, they beat, they beat the breaks off the Cowboys beat the Browns narrowly, which was one of, I mean, maybe the best game of the week or of the year. Yeah. That was but, awesome. 
you know, th- that's a good win. But then after that, it was the Jags, the Giants, and the Bengals. So it's like they're rolling yeah. for sure, but they haven't seen a good team since the Steelers. And then, like, when they lost three straight games against the Patriots, Titans, and Steelers. So it's like, I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say necessarily, like, can you really? And th- that's a classic Ravens move is to beat the brakes off of bad teams and lose the good games, you know? <laughs> like, that's what they've done for the last two years. It's so hard this year, though, with the COVID situations because, like, when they went through that losing streak, they had a bunch of the COVID stuff going on. So it's, like, it's so hard to judge. But it's a, it's a, it is a matchup of last year's game. And Tennessee came in and beat them at home. So mm-hmm. I've been, I, Baltimore, a little revenge game. So I'm going to go with the Ravens on that one. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, I, I just – everyone talks about Tennessee and Derrick Henry and this offense. But, like, Derrick Henry – I mean, he scares me, but, but the Ravens <laughs> defense is, I mean, pretty solid. Like it, they can Henry, stop, dude. they can stop him, you know, King Henry's an animal. Shout out to him for shout out the line too. That was dope. He's, he's, Absolutely. he's just, he's just a legend. Like, but I like, he's not going to beat you either. Like he's not a one man machine where they're going to just single-handedly beat you by running Derrick Henry dive. Like that'd be pretty crazy. So I, I, I understand yeah. what you're saying about like, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, this. I'm with you, though, on the pick. I would definitely go Ravens as well. Okay. And our favorite match of the day, probably. The Bears and the New Orleans Saints. Bears. Saints are like minus nine, which is just a monster line for a playoff game. And then the over-under is 48. Um God, I don't even know where to start with this. Bears, dude. I don't we know where to said start. for so long that they were frauds, and we were right. We were so right, and they still made the playoffs. It's such, it's such crap. I like. I hate the fact that there's a seventh team this year. It's such shit. Like the Bears have no Olin. You know that the Bears have no <laughs> business being here. It's crap. So that's what I'm saying. It's tough. Like. Now that we're starting to interview different guys and different teams, I'm like, I don't want to talk badly about certain teams. But, like, if Olin is here knows. Now, yeah. Olin like, knows. This is just – I hope it – I, like – I don't know. I'm not going to get crazy here. I'm picking the Saints. I don't really have much to say. The Bears, Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson, I feel bad for you guys. <laughs> I know you're not listening to this, but if you are, <laughs> someone send this to them. You need to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Trubisky is hell. He's not good. He's you guys are wasting your careers. I feel I feel bad. Um, but I'm, that's all I gotta say. I, I'm I mean, I'll say it. this: Saints with nine and a half points. I would take the Bears there. I do like the Bears to keep it close-ish, or you know, I I think that at the end they could you know come up with a backdoor cover like random crap. But I can't pick the Bears necessarily. Again, I still don't believe in Drew Brees. Uh, I think I said in the first episode this year, though, I said, like, I think the Saints are a really talent, talented team, top five team, but I don't necessarily believe in Drew Brees. And I think that's still true. Like, they have so much talent on that team. But Drew Brees, you've seen it over the year. Like, his arm, dude. Yeah. He tries to throw it past 15 yards, and it just looks like a butterfly. Like, it, it has no zip on it. So, <laughs> It'll be interesting. Kamara's out too, right? Is he? No, Kamara. Since it's a uh, since it's a Sunday game, he's able to play. Really? Which is that's that's huge. huge. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. super big. Breeze, tre- check down city to Kamara. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kamara's right? fancy value when he was out, like, just was hilariously bad because oh yeah, Drew Brees just throws him. He, 
he like might be worse than Big Ben. Like Drew Brees takes up one step, and if someone's not open, he checks it down. Oh yeah, and, and I don't blame him, dude. He's got Kamara. If anyone, if anyone can, you know, make something out of nothing, it's 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 Kamara. So like, I yeah. I think there's too many playmakers on that offense for for the Saints to lose. But I do like the Bears to at least keep it close. He's um, also got so. like ten broken ribs. So I, <laughs> he's yeah. like, I'm, well, he'll probably be retiring after this year, but. Well, I think that's hilarious. Like he, he, I mean, granted he is older, but like he broke some ribs and he was out for how long? Four or five weeks. Matt Stafford broke. A, I, I'm pretty sure the reports are he broke some ribs. He didn't miss a game. Not only did he not miss a game, but he's playing in meaningless games for the lions. Like he yeah. just balled out, like came out and still just slung the thing around I mean, they should have beat the they should have beat the Vikings. They got kind of screwed in that game this last week. That call, but, that call was preposterous. I I mean, I don't even want to talk about. It. I think anybody who Ugh. knows anything about football was terrible. Oh, actually, that, that ref reminds should be me. Fine. That ref, she oh yeah, be fired or fine. That's terrible for yeah. sure. And but I want to take a little bit of a, a hiatus here from the playoffs before we get to the last game between the Browns and Steelers. Can we just talk about that hit um, against Justin Fields? Skalski. Oh, like that is I'm sorry, but anybody who doesn't think that that was anyone who thinks that was a dirty hit, that that was the right. I mean, okay. By the letter of the law where it says, you know, some crap along the lines of like using your head as first contact or whatever that is. That's such crap, dude. That is such crap. Like it is. I like it's what are you supposed to do? He's breaking down to tackle this quarterback who's running full speed at him. And and, the, and then all of a sudden he turns out of the way and goes, I mean, there's nothing he could have done. And if that's the rule, if that's not changed in the off season, like I don't know how college football or, can function. Like it's, it has been a problem for so long and they've never fixed it. Yeah. That was terrible. It honestly made like, I was like sick for like a few minutes. Like I was literally like, I don't even know if I'm going to watch this game anymore. Cause you just, not only is it like, I, I'm okay with like, all right, maybe it's a penalty. It's an, even though it's unfortunate, like I do agree, he spun into the hit, so it wasn't like Scalzi took his head off. But the ejection of like the Mike linebacker and in, in that game is just insane to me. And then their safety couldn't even play the first half because of the same stupid rule. It's just, I agree. Like, Skalski himself last year in the national was it the national champ? No, it wasn't the national title game. It was the game before. He got kicked out of, of the game as well yeah. for the same thing, where it was, like, kind of a questionable call. Like, I, I feel for that guy especially. But, yeah, man, <laughs> like, some of these dudes on Twitter and, like, some of our buddies, and I don't know if it was our buddies just trying to rile me up, but I was like, you, ha- you cannot talk about football ever again if you think that's a dirty hit. Anyone yeah. who thinks that that's actually a dirty hit has never played the game and understands how fast it goes in real motion, in real time. Like, what is Skalski supposed to do? My biggest thing too is like if you're calling that or some even not even that play, but some of the other ones, if you watch like throughout the bowl season, there what is the difference between that and those plays versus like a lineman going and killing a linebacker head to head or like a running back lowering his head? How is that any different? Like Trey Sermon should have been tossed from the game for lowering his head on those runs. How's that Dude, any on different? Every, on every single play, if you're going to call that. On every single play, you can find a guy who's doing the same thing or worse. The only reason that that ended up, you know, being a big call or like being that call being made was because it was the quarterback and he got injured. That's the 100%. And I like, 
anyone who watches football or knows football, like they were, everyone was pretty much on the same side of like, yes, technically that is the rule, but it's a stupid ass rule. And two, Terrible. what is he supposed to do? And like three, like there's literally a list of things of like that is just crazy. Yeah, it it it, it just sickens me that that was you know that ended up being. A call that I mean that not only did that take away like a major player uh, on that team, but wasn't that like a third down it was like a pretty yeah. big play, like pretty big stop. They, and they end up getting the first and everything. They, they big momentum scored. swing like that changed the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, the best part too is after like Scalsi like I was in the wrong and like apologize. And it's like and people are like see it's like what the hell do you think he this said that. He like apologizes like I need to like learn how to play right. I did not see that. That is that's I feel bad that that guy had to say something like yeah and apologize. It, and like people use that as the evidence to back up like see he was in the wrong and like it's like no like what do you think he's gonna say you like you think he's gonna start cussing out people in an interview like no he's just gonna he's a <laughs> senior I believe like he's just gonna he's just gonna walk right off in the sunset on like take the high road you know it's yeah, just an unfortunate brutal. circumstance. And after that, I'm all fired up now. After that little segue of talking about the Skulls kid, I'm glad you remember that, though, because that was a huge, like, talking point for a day or two. Oh, yeah. um, the final game of the playoffs, I mean, naturally, the, the 8.30 p.m. game on a Sunday night, Steelers versus Browns. Now, this is, like, a weird position because the Steelers played so well with, like, a majority backups – I feel like it's almost more pressure that <laughs> the Steelers need to like kill them because we like the Steelers almost beat them with Mason Rudolph at the helm. Um, yeah. But nonetheless, it's still a rivalry game. So I don't think you can just count anybody out, especially during the playoffs prime time. Like at least for me, I'm sure not all the guys are like this, but like you play up for certain games, like week 17, the, the, the like the season versus prime time, everyone's watching NFL playoffs. Like you're going to be a little more jacked up. Um, so I think it's going to be a good game. I don't, I don't think the Steelers are going to blow out the Browns by any stretch of the imagination. And I think Steelers looked really good at the second half of the Colts game. They looked like the early Steelers did. Um, but like, I think we can't forget like how bad the Steelers looked recently too. So like, who knows who's what's going to come out, you know? Yeah, no, this is, I mean, I, I'll say this. It's so sad for the Browns, like, what's happening to them with the COVID situation. They finally make the playoffs after how many years, and now their head coach is out. Joel, yeah. Joel, uh, Joel Bettino, right? Yeah. Bettino. I forget how to say his, his last name, but he's just – I mean, he's a great, great player. He's been with the Browns for, I mean, five, six, seven years. Finally makes the playoffs, and he's not going to be able to play in their first yeah, game. Like, that sucks. I feel for that guy. That sucks. That's terrible. I'm I'm super glad that the Browns are in the playoffs, but it just sucks that like this COVID, you know, COVID hits right when they get into the playoffs finally. And you know, like you said with the Steelers, though, you have to wonder what team's going to come out because you know, it's even a wild in the card. last, oh yeah, even in the last two weeks where like you know they had a good win against the Colts, but like like you said, that was a weird game. They were down twenty-one to three or something like that. Yeah, like, maybe even twenty-four three, like big time. Yeah. They were a bit down big in that game, and it was a kind of a miracle for them to to end up winning that game. I, I take zero stock in what happened last week, although it was probably closer than it should have been with how many people were, you know, out for the Steelers. But, you know, 
at the end of the day, I, I definitely tend towards the Steelers here just because I think their defense is more reliable. You know, <laughs> having your head coach is big. Not having your, your coaches is going to be really tough for the, for the Browns. Um, and, you know, to some extent, I, I do think to some extent the whole uh, playoff experience thing is a little bit overrated. But given the Browns have literally, I mean, almost zero playoff experience and, you know, Big Ben's been there so many times. Mike Tomlin's been there so many times. There's so many dudes on the Steelers that have been in these situations, in these big games, that, you know, I would definitely, definitely uh, pick the Steelers in this game. What's the, what's the line on this one? The opening line was three and a half. Like, my, Steelers minus three and a half. Yeah. I, I would imagine it's probably moved towards the Steelers, given all the, the news with COVID and whatnot in, in the Browns yeah. facility. But, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's a tough one. Um, tough one for the Browns. I, I, I would pick the Steelers, though, in this one. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm hoping the game is just not like not postponed or anything. But I think they're, I don't think there's any positives today, so that's a good sign. But yeah, in terms of the, just the matchups on the line too, our buddy Chris Hubbard, he's out for the year, so they're down to like their third string guard or whoever's gonna be playing that spot. That's not a that's not a guy you want going against Cam Hayward in the playoffs. Like <laughs> I'll tell you right now, definitely not. Um, <laughs> So that's that's just a huge mismatch. Um, I, I I mean, I'm going to take the Steelers too, but I don't think like a lot of a lot of Yinzers in town right now. Like they're pretty much expecting a blowout. And really, like, yeah, like the, everyone's like, in well, a lot of people too. Big Ben's all-time record against the Brownies is like he only has like two losses or three losses all time his career. So. Everyone's like, there's no way Ben loses at home to the Browns. Um, so, I just don't understand how you how you can watch the last five weeks for the Steelers and feel good about going to the playoffs. I really don't. Because you think of it like this. Think of like Aaron Rodgers and like the Lions. Like they just dominate for 20 years. No matter the circumstances, like you still have Rodgers going against the Lions. Like in your head, you're like, we're, like there's no way we're going to lose this. I think that's the sentiment of the people here. I guess, but like even then, like the Packers have lost to the Lions in the regular season. They've lost to the Vi- they lost to the Vikings this year. They've lost to the Bears in the regular season. No matter, I mean, especially if the if the Packers weren't playing well, like the Steelers aren't playing well, I would feel no confidence going into the playoffs. But I mean, I, I I understand the I understand the logic that you know Big Ben and the Steelers don't lose to the Browns very often. But nonetheless, I mean, the Browns are nothing to sneeze at. They still have. They still have Nick Chubb. They still have Kareem Hunt. You know, they still got Baker. And if, if Baker's playing well, they're, they're tough out. So, all time, Big Ben's 23-2 and two against the Browns. That is amazing. But you also have to take into account the Browns over that period are like 30% win. I know. I'm just saying. I get that's it. The, I get that's it. Why pe- that's why people feel a certain way they do. I, I no, disagree we talk about that. We talk about the, the – Patriots having a cakewalk to the playoffs every year, but like, don't even start the Bengals, the Browns. I mean, the Ravens are good usually, but like, Bengals don't and Browns, start. bro, two teams that like one win zero and sixteen, one was like we really could close. I, mean, I could do an entire I, podcast I about it. I could do an entire podcast of the AFC North being the best in Get the NFL the for the past ten years. Here, past ten How can years, you argue that? How can you the even past argue ten that? years? 
How can you argue that? How many Are you Super kidding Bowls? me? The Browns have been years. The Browns have been like historically bad in the last decade. Like we have one of the three teams. In, in we have three teams. History. Three teams in the playoffs this year. Okay. Okay. Yes. This year. Yes. This year. Okay. You wouldn't have had it. You okay? Yes, I agree. They they were good this year, but you say that over the last decade. That's just not true. I don't know. We can do this. We can pull up the stats. I'm I'm prepared. I'm confident in that. Ravens won Super Bowl. This debate. Steel. I'm saying since like 2000 to 2020, we've probably been the best. Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl wins, overall record. See, you're throwing in you're throwing in Marvin Jones Bengals, where like. They had some decent years where they that's, won some games, okay, but, but you, they you never did jack that. freaking squat. I don't care. Like that's, and that's even then, the even then, it was like a four-year stretch where they were double double-digit winner. Other than that, they're two and fourteen, six and ten, six nine and one, four four and twelve, ten and six. Like it's not a good 10 team. And six. That's not the point. They were they were still very good in the playoffs. Some I felt they just blew it in the in the playoffs. They were good in the regular season. They had Chad Johnson, Carson Palmer. They had some TJ Hushmanzada. They had some good players. TJ Hushmanzada. But I don't want to get too off topic here. We got to deal with a. We got, we're doing a draft, another draft today. Any fast food item. So, like, your top five versus my top five, you can pick any item you want. I'm talking like. And, I, and you, you got to be specific on, on the establishment and the item. So, it, you know. Burger King fries versus McDonald's fries are very different. Those are two different picks. You can't just you can't just say French fries. You have to be very specific. Oh uh, yeah, that's why I mean. you have to be like, I'm taking X product from this oh, yeah. fast food establishment. Are we? Um, question. I, are we? I would say that, yeah. This is tough because there's some regional stores. So like, we're stores. There's you can regional go regional if you want. There's nothing wrong with going regional, in my opinion. Um, but my question is, do like are drinks on the table? Uh, How about I, don't know. I, I say I say fountain drinks off the table, sh- like shakes or or something sp- like specific to that place is on the table. Hey, if you want to do that, you can go ahead and do that. But if you're thinking of doing what's what's that one milkshake from that place that you like, what the you cement about? slammer or something? Oh, dude, the oh the um. <laughs> Concrete mixers from Culver's, dude. <laughs> concrete. Oh, don't, don't even. You're playing with me, dude. Those things <laughs> absolutely bang. Anybody who knows has been to a Culver's and gotten a concrete mixer, they know what I'm talking about. They know they slap. I'm sure. I'm sure it's amazing. I'm just saying, just in case you pick that, there might not. A lot of people might not have had that before. So, but so like desserts are on the picks. table too, right? If you want to do like a milkshake, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm saying desserts as well. I don't what I don't know what other desserts yes. are out there. I, okay, that's fine. There's like, what are you talking about? You go to you go to you know, I don't know. Every place has like pies, like yeah. Taco Bell has like those like cinnabon things. You go to, I mean, there's tons of places that got dessert. What are you talking about? That's true. I don't know if I'd put it, put it ahead of some of the, the food items though. That might be one. How about, of my, how about, like, how about this? Order. We have we have four four items, and then one dessert. You have to take one dessert. Okay, I'll do that. Let's I'm do not that. Scared. Yeah, this is this is pretty tough. But if we, I think we got the rules fairly down pat. You know, 
four four items and we have to pick one dessert at one point you can pick it first if you want you can pick it last you just have to take a dessert at one point um any fast food restaurant is on the table um that's an important thing so like i can snag a dessert quick off the board if i want to sure if you want to if that's what if, if, that's what if we have the same one what do you mean yeah this is this is tough i could i could i could legitimately make like entire football team i'm not, not even one side of the ball like 22 i can make a 22 roster out of these right now i trust me i i could do the same like looking through all these lists i'm getting i i need i'm hungry i need some fast food and i just started a new year's resolution yeah, diet right. not going well we gotta get this over with yeah all right <laughs> so pat i believe you have the first pick right yeah i do which i kind of honestly like the swing pick because you get the two and three <clears throat> and I feel like out of all these drafts, there's like not that much upside. It's not like I'm getting a Trevor Lawrence ever. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's not that much upside to these number one picks. Cause like we all love food or whatever we're talking about. So yep. I don't love the number one pick. I'm going to start out by saying that, but I'm also going to start out with not probably like, I think most people would say you have to pick this number one because it's like the all-time fast food item, but I'm not. I'm going to pick my favorite. I'm not going to pander. No pandering today. So my pick is in with the first overall pick, which I'm like just looking at it. I'm looking at a picture right now. I'm literally just drooling. (laughs) For my first pick, I'm taking the Baconator from Wendy's. Now, Hmm. I love the Baconator. I'm a big Baconator fan because it gives you the most meat. You get the double patties plus the bacon plus like the mayo that Wendy's uses. It just hits. Like, oh my God. I'm going to say, like I'm really drooling right now. You can hear me. I'm gonna, all I'm going to say is I'm a huge Baconator <laughs> fan. The, the cheese, the mayo, the bun, all the meat. It's, I think it's the superior burger option in fast food. If it's not your top like two to three, I think you're crazy. You see, I, I mean, listen, no hate for the Baconator. It wasn't even on my list, bro. I have four burgers on my list. That wasn't on it. I, I love the Baconator. It's, it's great. Every time I have it, I'm, I'm happy with it, but man, if I'm, if I'm like reaching for a burger, that is not the first one I'm going for. So I will say, I think, I think you missed a clear number one. I feel really good with the number two pick. Um, and it's also nice that now I can kind of just sit back and wait to take a burger. Because if you take another burger, you can if you want. But you like, feel like you're really short-sighting yourself on other, on other fronts. So I'll let you take a burger first. I think there's plenty of good burgers out there to take from. Um, but with my number one pick, I think this is the unquestioned goat in its category. So my number two is in. With my first pick, number two overall, I'm taking McDonald's fries. I mean, it's unquestionably the best fries. That is, you can you can call that a pander if you want. Those are the best fries. The golden goddess. I I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. They're just always perfect. They're always so crispy. They're always hot. I mean, if you get them hot, they're terrific. Perfectly salted every time. There's just something about McDonald's fries that just hits different. It really does. There are other good fries on the board. I I can't argue with that. But at the end of the day, if you don't have if if you are going and reaching for one fry, you're going for McDonald's. I, I don't think that's even questioned. 
in my opinion. So I, I feel real confident with McDonald's as the number two overall pick. I mean, we can try to slander agree. fries. Try to slander McDonald's fries. Try. I dare you. Did you have you? Who's that guy? Who's the Malcolm Gladwell? Did you not listen to his podcast about those fries, dude? No. Well, hey, about what? They're unhealthy. Oh wow! Newsflash: fast food's unhealthy. No. What? What did he say? Completely, completely wrong take. So you look terrible if anyone actually has listened to this podcast. Forever he talks about how Malcolm Gladwell podcast i love fame that, I guess, this now. podcast all right well, i've literally listened to it. i listened to like two or three of his podcasts and it's one of the ones because it was like recommended to me to listen to because it it's very interesting actually mcdonald's used to use some certain fat back in the day or something they used um, to use animal fat called. and now they use vegetable fat yeah and he was saying how insane mcdonald's was for changing that and that they should go back to the unhealthier version because it's so much better so Bro, I never, I'm, I'm says, too young to have, I'm too young to have even ever had the unhealthy version and, and the healthier version with the vegetable oil or whatever it is still slaps like no other. So I mean, he, might, he may be right. He may be right that they were better. They used to be better, but even today they're still the best. So I have no problem. I, like, I am ecstatic that it, it, I feel like that fell to me at number two. That fell to me. Think, think of how, Think of how good they must have been, though. If he was, that's like that's what his whole argument was like. You don't even know like how good they were. <laughs> I mean, it's the same. And he ended up going Coke. to some lab. It's the same thing as Coke, where I would I, I would argue Coke is the number one soda that you can have, even though it used to be even better with real sugar. And I mean, you oh, can yeah, still 100%. get it. But I I mean I think it's the same thing. Like, sure, it may have even been better in the past, but that doesn't mean it's still not the number one. A lot of things have changed. Like a lot of things, even like growing up for us like a lot of the snacks they're not as good as they were when we grew up everything's healthier now it's just um, it's your choice it's your body your choice right like if i want to <laughs> kill myself by eating some mcdonald's fries let me do it I know, I, all right I, this I, is I get it. so yeah okay so that's my number two pick i feel really good about that now after this it's tough because i feel like you clearly have to have certain certain items in your, in your list. I feel, you, you know, you have to have a burger, you have to have some fries after that. I mean, you have to have a dessert after that. There's some leeway on where you can go. And I'm going to go a little, or I think this might be a little early for this pick, but this is what I always reach to when I'm like, especially when I'm drunk, but especially when I go to this restaurant, this is what I always get. And I think it's a pretty popular one too, but this is what I always get. Um, so my number three pick is in. With the third overall pick, I'm taking Doritos Locos Tacos from Taco Bell. I can't tell you. The first time that those came out, I remember so vividly the first time I had them. I was like, oh, my God, the game is changed, bro. The game is changed. Not only, not only are they just like, I mean, you get a nacho cheese or a Cool Ranch Dorito shell, with the taco, it's just terrific. But for some reason, to me, they always seem – they're always crispy, which I feel like with other hard-shell tacos you get from fast food, they're not always crispy like that. I don't know why, but maybe that's just some placebo in my head. But I love nothing more than a good <laughs> Doritos Locos taco. This would this isn't necessarily my number two, you know – item in all of fast food but for this draft i feel like you have to take a mexican uh item somewhere and i'm i worry yeah, that you take it there on the 
I, I'm worried that you would take it there on the flip. So I feel like I had to take it at number two. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy with it. I think that's, I think that everyone kind of unilaterally agrees that they're good. They might not be your favorite, but everyone agrees they're good for me. That's what I always reach to when I go to Taco Bell. Yeah. I, I just I actually recently had one of those. Not recently, I guess a few months ago and they were, they were really good. Definitely wasn't, yeah, I, wasn't sober for sure. Um, but <laughs> that's, hey, a classic, the, that's a classic, that's a classic little powder. Oh, yeah, man. the classic, like, the powder on that outside. That's it's so good. It's so good, <laughs> I always good, say that, bro. too. Is, is it a mental thing? Like, it probably is, but they are really good. Now, I didn't specify nacho cheese versus Cool Ranch. Are you a nacho cheese guy or a Cool Ranch guy? I got the nacho cheese. I see. I like, agree. I I'm, I'm more of a nacho cheese than or. Cool Ranch. Gonna... See, I'm, I'm more, of a, cool, I'm more of a nacho a cheese than a Cool Ranch, but um, – I mean, both both will knock you on your feet or off your feet. This is this is where it's tough because I love like chicken fast food. Like I legit can make a top five just from chicken. So I'm already looking yeah, ahead of my next pick. I'm like, how do I? I'm like, what do I take out? You know what I mean? But I'm not going to pander this. I'm not going to pander this draft. As you saw, my first pick. Like I'm not pandering. I'm picking what I like. I'm picking what I like too. You can say they're pandering just because they're popular, but I'm taking what I like. I, I've, I have full confidence in Baconator right now. I've, I'm not flustered by any means. Go for it. This is do I get back to back picks here? Oh yeah, you got the you got the four five. And do I go? Do I dare go back to back chicken? That's that's. <laughs> I think I do because you already took Mexican off the board. I can wait on that pick. Oh God, that is hot. But I need to. But I need to incorporate fries. So shit. All right, this is yeah, so. What if tough. I just snag? Okay. A, what if I this snag a tough. second fry on the on this on the way around? I mean, this is tough. I could take so many fries and not be that upset about it. Um, this is. I don't know. I'm. I'm getting. Getting cold feet here. What I want to pull the trigger on. Um. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to pander. I'm going to just – I'm going to take – if I wanted to pander, I would take this one, but I'm not going to, even though they are really good too. Um, but for my second selection, fourth overall, I'm going to take the Chick-fil-A sandwich, a spicy sandwich. I got to – I got to emphasis on that because I never get the original. I always sure. get the spicy one because I think there's a little more kick to it. Chick-fil-A, everyone – I know everyone says Popeye's is better. I think that's just blasphemy. It is good, but like when it comes down to the nuts and bolts of Chick-fil-A between the service and the food and everything, like it's just amazing experience. Damn. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to run with them. I don't know how you can hate on a Chick-fil-A sandwich either. I feel like, I don't know if you were going to take it. I feel like you weren't. So I feel like I had to, you can't leave a Chick-fil-A sandwich off the board. That'd be like sacrilegious. I think I think we'll come back to chicken in my next selection, unless you take another one here, which I don't think you will. But we can have more discussion in my next pick. I'm t- if I didn't have to take a fry, which I don't, but you have to. If I didn't have to take a fry, I would definitely take another chicken. There's there's two more chickens on my list that we can discuss that I think are so good. But with my third pick, I'm gonna take the. Cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell. That's and I know, definitely fair. I know a lot of people like the Crunchwrap Supreme, which are fire too. Don't get me wrong, but like 
the, 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 I'm trying to think of the color of the sauce. The sauce that they use in the cheesy gordita crunch is just so just crazy good. So I always get the cheesy gordita crunch in the Locos tacos. <laughs> I do a bundle deal, baby. So I'm going with the cheesy gordita <laughs> for my Mexican dish. I, I have no problem with that. That's a solid choice. Cheesy gordita is always a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just prefer the Doritos Locos personally, but I mean, it's a... I just get both. <laughs> cheesy gordita, I have no problem with that. So I, I think it's a solid pick. I'm interested to see what chicken you take. Yeah, so I have my third pick here, correct? And sixth yeah. overall. So, so see, I knew you would take a chicken there and I was hoping you wouldn't take mine and you didn't. So I understand that there's an argument between these two right now and it might be, yeah, yeah, my, my pick is in. I'm taking the chick, uh, the Popeye's chicken sandwich and I'm taking the spicy version as well. I understand that it may be a little bit spicy. See, uh, yes, for sure. But I, and I see that it may be a little bit of recency bias. People can say, you know, the chicken, the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich is, is, it's the tried and true Popeye's is trying to, you know, push its way in, in this conversation. But bro, when you eat them side by side, which I have, trust me, I have done it. (laughs) There's just nothing. It's, it's, it's like, it's like your, your grandmother made you, made you a sandwich, the old family recipe, the tried and true, the, you always know it's going to be good versus some, you know, teen, some young adult that's trying to make something healthy. Someone from California that's trying to make a sandwich a little bit more healthy. That's the difference between the Chick-fil-A and the Popeyes. I feel like the Popeyes, you feel like hell after you eat it. It feels dirty and greasy and grimy. It does. But my God, dude, it is so bastard. It's so fire. I can't even explain to you, dude. And I do like the the simplicity of the Chick-fil-A sandwich where it's just, it's, it's bun, chicken, pickles. I love that. But dude, a little bit of mayo on it with the with the chick or with the Popeye oh, sandwich. Goodness. You get a, I mean, you get a little bit of extra grease on there, dude. It's so good. I don't know if you've had it. It is so good. You're a sicko. That's all there is to it. I'm a sicko. I'll take it. I don't care. <laughs> it. it uh, it's I, I, that's that's the best way to describe it. And I, but I see. I like Chick Fil A because. You can go there and eat and you, you like don't feel like you had fast food. I think that's like the positive of it for me. So For sure. I feel the I same agree. way about In-N-Out. Popeye's is like, you just had fast food. You're going to die in an hour. Chick-fil-A is like, oh, yeah. well, I, didn't do, I didn't do anything that bad, you know? <laughs> you always can rationalize in your head like, well, yeah. I'll two sandwiches because it's not that bad. Yeah, that's a proper – that's definitely a proper breakdown of the two. Yeah, sure. so I, I I totally respect the Chick-fil-A pick. It's just for me, honestly, I do like the Popeye's chicken sandwich better. So I'm going to go with that. So so, so now I have, I have a fry. I have a Mexican food. I have a chicken sandwich. So I still need a dessert. And I mean, you know, I think you, you got to take a burger. So I'll definitely take a burger at some point. But I'm going to go with my dessert right now. And okay. I don't think I don't think that this is – I don't think you would have had this on your list. I, I don't know, but this is my favorite. Anytime I go to this establishment, I get them. It doesn't matter if I'm getting a soda. I mean, I might, hell, I might go get a coffee and, and add in this dessert with it. I'm going, with the, I'm going with McDonald's apple pies. I 
love those little sons of bitches. Those things slap so hard every time. They're always hot. They're always good. You got to wait like a minute or two because otherwise you'll burn your face off when you eat them. But you can get, I don't know if you still can actually anymore. Get two for one dollar. You used to be able to get two for one dollar. No problem. That was like, yeah, that, I mean, that wasn't even a second thought for me. Like I was like, I mean, that was the first thing I ordered. It was, all right, I'll get first an apple pie, uh, two apple pies. Um, what else do I want? That's basically how I'd go up to the drive-thru menu. I know that that's on my, <laughs> on, on the list. So it, I'm, I'm super sure, toss happy. Those to in, that. Toss those in while I pan, like look at the Oh menu. yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that I already, whenever I go there, I already know that that's a part of it. So, um, I am so happy to get apple pie here in the fourth round. It is, you know, I think it, it, it's, it's hard to say that it's the best fast food dessert item because when you go to different places that specialize in ice cream things, like I love a blizzard, right. I love a, you know, concrete mixer, like we already talked about, you know, the peach milkshake from, from Chick-fil-A is good, but I, I mean, what the thing that I've had the most that I've never not liked, it's always been great. It's the apple pies from McDonald's. So I got to take it. Yeah. See that, that was a thousand percent of my list. And it was one of those yeah. situations where I'm actually kind of glad you took it because I'd rather take an ice cream for pandering purposes. <laughs> but like, if, if you didn't take that, I would have had to take, like, they are crazy good. I, I, I had one of those not too long ago too. <laughs> <laughs> they still are. They're still running that deal. I will say one of my got one of them I got wasn't wasn't like that warm. I was kind of disappointed for the first time ever. See, they do I, have to be warm. If they're not warm, oh. if they lose the, they lose their luster. I will give you that. But man, the one was warm. warm. When they're warm, yeah, they're crazy good. I so honestly good. get take one of those home, throw some ice cream on it. That'd be crazy good. Oh yeah, you got a little um, little what is it? What's it called? A la mode, whatever apple pie. Yeah, mode, yeah, yeah. Whatever. So those good. are fire. Um. But I, I've, I've, I've cleared out my picks. And we're definitely going to have some honorable mentions because I feel like we're leaving two really good chickens off. Um, but I'm not going to take my dessert yet. I'm going to take for my fries. I need to take my fries. So my fries, my fries pick is officially in. So for my fries, I'm taking Checkers slash Rally's fries. I know it's different from where you are, but they're the same chain the company their fries are fire and i know like the only other one that was on my mind really was the chick-fil-a fries but since i already have chick-fil-a sandwich i figured i'd really? go away from that but that was the only wrong, other like, kind of fry that you had in your list uh in terms for, like, my favorites in, in consideration yeah like that i've left in my favorites like I, I just didn't want to take the same restaurant mm-hmm. um but rest, checkers fries man like the little seasoning they have on them I don't, it it, is good. I don't know. I think it's a regional thing. So not everyone, I think it's more like Southern predominantly. So I don't know if like a lot of people have had them, but like, man, I'm a big fan of like that seasoning they have on them. So I had, I had to throw them in there. I didn't want to take just like a plain boring fry. So that's my fry pick. No, I, I mean, listen, checkers rallies. You're, you're not going for a pander. That's for sure. I mean, you're, you're going off the beaten path a little bit and I respect that because you're right. Those are, those are great fries because it, it's not only like, I don't know how to describe them. It's a different type of fry where it's like, you still have a, a fair amount of potato. It's a little bit of like a meteor potato. And they, they're, they're super they're greasy, super greasy. The, but the outside is like, 
it's crispy. Not like, it's like uh, it is crispy, but it's not. It's not like it's not like a McDonald's fry where it's like uniform. Right. Every it's time like it's the same way, like super thin crust. The those have like a little bit of like a thicker crust, kind of. It's almost. It's not like. It's not like a temp. It's not tempura or anything like that. But like you know what I'm saying. Like it's a little bit yeah, like bigger. It's, like, it's almost like it almost looks like a chicken tender in some ways, where it's like it's not uniform crust on the outside. It's like kind of jagged and like a little bit like exactly. a little bit oh. nasty, a little bit dirty, <laughs> but it's so good. <laughs> I think the fat boys. The fat boys know, dude. The fat boys know what what we're talking about here. Yeah, I'm definitely not pandering. I I almost took but, Arby's too, but. That's I'm what a, I was going to say. I was going to say my me, guns. Yeah. For me, the second fry is, is the curly fries from Arby's. Those are just, yeah, so, those are crazy. So See, like, I'm good, never going to so. go to Arby's just for that either. So that's why I made the list. Like I'd go to Checkers for burger and the fries. Like that's how good they are. Bro. You say won't go to Arby's for curly fries, bro. Have and will. Are you kidding me? <laughs> nah, I mean, I'm gonna say how it is. That's how I feel. I get they it. Are no, crazy I get it. good, but I think it's a good. I think it's a good pick. I I think it hurts you in terms of your chance of winning, which I don't think is necessarily fair because they are super good. I just don't think the words out on them as much. All I know is what. How many have we done? I'm two and zero or three and zero. So you are two I'm, and zero. I'm content with not pandering this. Taking round. an L. <laughs> um, but I still think I have a strong strong lineup here. And I, oh, my sure. dessert, I'm actually fired up that I get this dessert because I think a lot of people should like this dessert. So my fifth and final pick is in. I feel like you might know which, where I'm going here. You already said it. Yeah. For my dessert, I'm going to go with the Blizzard from Dairy Queen. Yeah. I, I, was thinking I will, about like I will allow – yeah, sorry. I, I will allow Blizzard as a broad spectrum because it's – I mean – Everyone has their own little thing, but every Blizzard's great. There's uh, like my my favorite Blizzard actually is just like a simple M M&M. and M. Even same with like my really? McFlurry. Like yeah, like I don't I don't like to go crazy with too much shit. M M&M and M or like cookie dough. It's like all I need. I'm set. I have gone the crazy ones. They are good, but I'm a big fan of just like the vanilla ice cream too. Like the soft serve at Wendy's, soft serve at Dairy Queen. Out of this world, um, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, for me. My order is always the it's the double fudge chocolate chip cookie dough because they give you a little bit like extra squirt of chocolate into the soft serve and so like you get that but then you also still get the chocolate chip cookie dough it's it's they're oh, really it's good. it they're slaps really good. so good but yeah I mean I think of any ice cream item that is definitely the best I, it's better than McFlurry no doubt you know better than and I, I mean what other places concrete mix, it's definitely mixers the best are good from Culver's cream. but it's definitely the best best ice cream. I won't I won't argue with you there. Okay. Your last pick. You have so you your chicken pick or you your burger no, pick. No, so I I still have I still need a burger if I want to take a burger, but I am taking a burger. Yeah. I'll, I'll 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 give that out right now. It this is a tough one because there are still so many strong burgers out there. There's, you know, yeah, I love a good I love me a good Whopper with a chart with a, you know, uh, what do you call it? Char, char grilled, charbroiled, whatever. Yeah. That's super good to like smoky and like whatever. Super good. I love a Big Mac, but I'm going with a little bit. It's not, it's, it's not a pander pick for sure. It's, it's a little bit lesser known maybe, or like it's less popular, I guess I would say, but it is the best in my opinion. And it's kind of bougie, but my pick is in. If you say my, I think you're going to say with my fifth pick, I'm going with the Shake Shack 
Shake Burger uh, or Shack Burger. I don't know what's it called. Is it Shake Burger or Shack Burger? I think Shack Burger. I don't know what it, it it is so good. The Shake Shack Burger, all of them are so fucking good. They're so good. They're super expensive and it's not something that I go to all the time. But of any burger, if I had to stack them up side by side, price not included in the in the equation, I would pick a Shake Shack Burger every time. They're just so good. I don't know what it is about them. They just make them so well. See, but I'll, I'll let this fly. But is, is, I don't really. Are you questioning if it's fast fast food? Yeah, is that fast casual or fast food? So that's the thing, though. Like that that is a good. I mean, that's a fair question, I guess. Honestly, I didn't because I was thinking about like Five Guys fries because I love those a lot. Like the uh, the Five Guys uh, Old Bay ones are really good. I almost picked those. Sure. I fi- I figured like eh, I don't know if that I don't know if people will say that's not fast food or not. So I, my typical like distinction of if it's a fast food or not is if it has a drive through, and there are Shake Shacks that have drive throughs. So. That's where I feel like it, it should be uh, allowed. But if you, if you want to veto that, I will allow you that, that power and I can choose something else. But I, I mean, I think it's still considered fast food, no? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to veto it. But if, if there's some qualms about it, I can see. Uh, no, I can understand, understand that for sure. Is she fast food? I, Sorry, go ahead. There, there's. I think there's a name for it. I remember because I remember there's been like debates about this before, like with Five Guys and Shay Shack, and they're like, there's some term I feel like people use for them. I think it's fast, casual. fast casual. Yeah, see, fast casual. Yeah. Like, what the heck's that mean though? Like, <laughs> well, fast casual would be like like McDonald's. You sit down, or not McDonald's? Jesus, uh, Chipotle would be like yeah, fast yeah. casual. See, where yeah, it's yeah. like. I mean, and I get it. Like Shake Shack's kind of like that, but like it also still has a drive-through where like you can you can drive in. And, like I think it takes longer, partially just because it's always full. But like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a it's a fair question of like, is it fast food? Their crinkle cut fries are pretty fire. I'm a I love crinkle cut. I love fries. What am I kidding? <laughs> yeah, but dude, Shake Shack is Sorry. so boot. Like I feel a little dirty taking Shake Shack as it is because it's not. You're right. It's like it's like debatable whether it's fast food or not. But it also Shake Shack tries to push itself away from fast food. It's so bougie. Like Shake Shack, their 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 shakes are made with Haagen Dazs ice cream, aren't they? Like that's no so clue. bougie. I'm pretty sure they are. Maybe I'm maybe, not sure. maybe I've gone Shake Shack like once, and that's it. I don't know. All I'm saying is the best the best burger I've had at like a fast food restaurant would be Shake Shack. So I'm taking Shake Shack and I'm running with it. I'm not pandering. I'm not taking a Whopper. I'm not taking a Big Mac. I'm taking a Shake Shack burger. Yeah, I actually I thought you were gonna take a Big Mac. I'm not gonna lie. I I thought about it. I I, I regularly get Big Macs when I go to McDonald's. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But see, Shake see, Shack I, is. I'm usually Shack's a double Whopper undefeated. guy. Double Whopper. No. Wow. I usually double quarter pounder guy. An occasional you throw a change up in. Sometimes McDonald's have McDonald's definitely has the best deals. Like you, you'll stroll up some days, and they'll just be like two for five. Like you could get three <laughs> Big Macs or something. Like two Big Macs for five bucks. I'm like you have to take it home. You know I mean? <laughs> it's like they're giving them away. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm still gonna get my original meal, but I'm also gonna toss in like a Big Mac for one dollar. It's pretty wild. No, I I, I get you there. I I. I I love a I love a Big Mac I do but I I just if I had to go head to head with that against a, a you know a Shack burger 
I'm going with the Shake Shack Burger. So that's that's my pick. I, this is this is gonna be interesting posting this. I think this is I think these are two good lists of like variety. It'll be interesting to see how this goes. I'll yeah, no, sure. I agree. I think it'll be interesting to see. I I wonder if you'll be able to uh, recover from the, you know my perceived pandering which it wasn't pandering i took honestly what i believe is to be the best but it is more like the popular picks i feel like yeah it, we'll, <laughs> we'll see for sure i love doing these because i feel like everyone gets very involved and i appreciate that yeah, um, it's always it's always fun to get interaction with the fans so uh you know we'll have we'll have to wait for wait for the for the votes to come in we'll have to wait for comments but we'd also love to hear from you guys um in the comments under the post that we have for the graphic of, of these drafts, we'd love to hear what you guys want to hear for a draft. We know the fat boys have and big man nation have, have good ideas in terms of like, what, what are the great food debates or what are the great food like things that you can rank? And I want to hear it from you guys. I want to hear what you want to hear. Um, so yeah, I, let, let's, let's get some, let's get some good ideas from, from you guys. And with that, we are going to close out this episode of the Big Uglies podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at WeAreBigGuys, as well as at our new Twitter account at Pod. Also, don't forget to download and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play, as well as essentially anywhere you can get podcasts. And don't forget to hit up our merch store at the WeAreBigGuys account in the Twitter bio for all your big man apparel needs. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time.